Buenta Vista, episode 315, and here you are on the HMS Erebus. Originally a Hecla-class bomb vessel constructed by the Royal Navy in Pembroke Dockyard in Wales, 1826, now refitted as an exploration vessel. 105 feet in length with a beam of 29 feet, she's powered by both sail and a 30 nominal horsepower steam engine, which is outfitted from the London and Greenwich Railway steam locomotives. The year is 1840. Under the command of our captain James Clark Ross, we've just departed from Van Diemen's Land, now known as Tasmania, for Antarctica, in company with the HMS Terror. And I don't know about you guys, but I am jazzed up to start conducting studies in magnetism, return home with oceanographic data, collections of botanical and ornithological specimens. We're heading down into the ship's kitchen. You're going to find an absolutely disgusting man. He's caked in sweat, smell you cannot imagine, and a demeanour that is just as unpleasant. It's the ship's cook. It's Andrew. Now, Andrew has promised the crew a meal of a 12-hour smoked brisket, homemade pickles, fresh sourdough. And Andrew, I can see here that we are having the lead poisoning canned beef stew again. Like Personally, I'm a fan. I like yeah. what you're doing with it. You know, I think well, you're really enhancing it. Yeah, and um, my plan is to trick the crew into thinking that it's some delicious smoked beef by um, ashing my cigarettes into all the cans that I've opened mm. over the course of the next hour or two. Perfect. Yep. And when I when I did promise uh, sourdough, I simply meant I would be putting some, the, some the sour, sour curdled butter onto onto the remaining bread that we have. That's nice. Technically not a lie. Fermentation's good for the gut. You know, yes. they don't know that we don't know that yet in eighteen forty, but <laughs> we're we will learn, find though. that out. We're gonna we're learn. learn the hard way. <laughs> We'll head on down to the ship's sick bay, meet our surgeon, who is also a botanist and treats almost every ailment with a herbal tincture or a heavy dose of morphine. It's Theo. Now, Theo, I see you've had a little little something for yourself before this amputation that you're doing. It's to uh, settle the nerves. It's actually a pharmacological principle oh. that's very well known. Oh, it's very well known. It's in the books, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's in the books. It's uh, It says right here, a little for me, a little for you. A little for me, a little, a little for you. For, little me, all for me. Uh, you don't want your yeah, surgeon being anxious. Yeah. My hands are shaky. Um, seems to be more shaky the more of the canned beef I eat. Mm. And occasionally I just forget that entire limbs exist. Try a little more morphine, I reckon. Good. I good for the brain. The, uh, the only thing, if I could improve this journey, uh, we're way down here in Antarctica, uh, not a lot of ice. Our boat's sort of like sailing through the water just like normally. Gets mm. a bit boring. There's not much to do. Mm. What if, hear me out, uh, we found a place where there was lots of ice uh, and we couldn't sail normally because of all the ice and maybe we're just sort of like surrounded by ice. And maybe there's by some ice? sort of like, yeah, maybe yeah. Some, some ice animals will come and attack people and I'll have lots of interesting work to do. I'd like that because, yeah, you'd have interesting work. So, you know, yeah. it's food for the, for the mind. Food really. for the mind. I'm sick yeah. of all these plants that we're finding in Antarctica. I need some, <laughs> I need some new stimulus. What's your favourite part about being on the ship? Mine's the lashings. <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't have called the other one the terror. They should have given it a nice name, I think. Yeah. The terror's a little scary. It's a little scary. So The HMS Steven Universe. The, H- the HMS Nice Time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it on board. HMS we'll Clear Passage. 
HMS straight to the Northwest Passage. <laughs> Love finding also, the Northwest what, Passage. Our, our captain, just between you, me, and the uh, lobotomy patient here, mm. kind of a dunce. You think so? He's kind of a huge moron. You know, you can't really say that. You can't yeah. really say that out here. Which one's Well, if, if you'd like to see another lashing, Lucy, captain? just let him, <laughs> let him I would go. like to let see another talk. lashing. Unfortunately, Ben's not here. I had a... Had a bit about him being lashed for sucking, sucking too many dicks or whatever. So yeah, that was going to be a real corker. Him getting his pants, pants pulled down. His and... bare butt back and balls. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon they're getting the balls involved well, when they out. lash their lash their ass? How do you think they're like taping him away? Like that seems I, quite cruel. No, but I don't like. I guess the balls are like just there, right? So yeah, like, and uh, I think. I think maybe if you had the presence of mind, you could start off your lashing session by saying, I'm, I'm going to keep my legs together. I'm going to keep my legs yeah. pinned together so that the buttocks are a protective wall against you got the, it. You the gotta lashing of my nuts. you got to tuck up front, right? But I think like once you're maybe, once you're maybe one to two lashes in, I you're probably going to be busy thinking gonna... about... Yeah, how much the lashing hurts over yeah. trying to do any specific Protect balls, yeah. yeah. Which is ironic yeah. because then your balls get involved. Yeah. And, and then, things get get worse for you from there. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Theo's got to deal with it. Lash my balls. Yeah. Ball hey. trauma. Not a lot of fun. <laughs> you know how we're wedded to the sea? Mm. Sometimes people get wedded to people. I know. Novel, but true. And we've got a little we've got a little letter here. Uh, it comes to us from Sean. It says, hey, guys. That's us. Uh, my best friend Scott and I, and then in parentheses, Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> pri- right. Primary defining attribute. Canadians. Setting the, uh, yeah. We, right, you know I'm visualizing. I can stuff, picture yeah. it. Picturing a Canadian. Mm. Uh, we've been big fans and subscribers for years now And we love the show Scott is getting married this Saturday Which may well be this exact moment in time as we're Yeah, recording. we haven't worked it out yet this They is... could be listening to Bunta Vista at Scott's wedding yeah. Yep if, if, you are long time, <laughs> if you are long-time listeners of the show You will know that inter- like organizing things across international time zones Is our strong point so, mm. you know, we're all, we're all across this. But Scott is getting married this Saturday. I was wondering if you could maybe give him and his soon-to-be wife, Melissa, or possibly current wife, yeah, uh, Melissa, yet. a little shout-out to make him smile. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Shout-out to Scott and Melissa. First of all, how dare you? How dare you assume? <laughs> 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 Who do you think we are? That we would do a, a shout out, or that we support marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either of those two things. Look, we do, we do support your marriage. Congrats yeah. on the sex. Yeah, yep. congrats on being free of sin in your lives now. Oh, it's all behind so good. you. Yeah, I love when it's I'm so when I'm having sex with my legal wife, mm-hmm. um, mm. missionary Both in, the, in the law and in the eyes of God. Yes, yes, exactly, and and we're we're missionarily of course doing it. Um, I like to l- look back over my shoulder at the ceiling, give a little thumbs up mm. to the good Lord to God, sitting on to the high. Big man. Yep, because I know 
He's looking down and going, you guys, you got your license. You're good to go. Yeah. And that's how he's feeling about Scott and Melissa right now. Yeah. Wish, right. wish you were blasting your sperm into your wife instead of into your, <laughs> <laughs> into your undercarriage. Jeez. Jeez. Can't Jeez have Louise. it all. Melissa, good on you. Scott, you are so lucky. Yeah. You're yeah. so lucky that a woman like Melissa took the time, yeah. frankly. Uh, I don't know Melissa. I don't know yeah. Scott, but <laughs> lucky to have her, man. Based off everything I know about hetero <laughs> men and women, <laughs> Scott, you're so lucky. Hang on. So he listens to the show, but she doesn't? That's the gentle suggestion. <laughs> you're so lucky, dude. Because you know he's a freak. <laughs> oh. Could you do a shout out for us to 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 freak out about and um, also to not show Melissa? We do not want her to know that we have been listening to a podcast for years now. So Scott, keep this to yourself, okay? Yeah. We keep think your secret. wife. Keep it safe. We think that your wife will look beautiful on the day, or did look beautiful on the day, depending on exactly when in time it's happening. Yeah, I think your wife looked hot. <laughs> We were up the back of the wedding fanning ourselves a little bit, you know? Ooh. Damn, lucky guy that's got. (laughs) And things only got hotter from there. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to get her back to the the hotel room, peel off the Canadian (laughs) tuxedo. Never ask us for anything. We don't know how to be normal about it. (laughs) Sorry. Just a little casual shout out for your friends for something nice. Casual shout out for your friends and about how attractive we all find his wife. Yep. Folks, that is breaking news to Canadians wed. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got some other news for you now in a segment called Headline News. Headline news, that is a segment where we simply deliver unto you a headline. We will not be giving you any additional context uh, or the body of the story. You guys know that Canadian lesbian lumberjack? Have you seen her before? Pardon? I might just Katie, Katie Lang? Here. That's the one Canadian <laughs> lesbian I know about. Didn't know she'd yeah, gone into think... lumberjacking. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to assume about Katie Lang. Was she Canadian? Hang on, Katie Lang's a lesbian? (laughs) Uh, If you Google Katie Lang, you do get Katie Lang stylized in the lowercase All the way through Uh Uh, Underneath, Canadian singer-songwriter Once again, primary attribute, Canadian Is Canadian above lesbian? Yes I suppose it is It's above singer-songwriter Before before she ever heard a song Before she ever knew what music was she was Canadian. Singer songwriter is what she does. Canadian is what she is. Hmm. <laughs> what? So what's going on with this lesbian lumberjack? Oh, it's just hot. Yeah. It's <laughs> just a hot lesbian lumberjack. You guys were talking about Canadians. <laughs> yep. And Theo's brain is immediately like, now there is a Canadian lady that <laughs> made me horny recently. <laughs> um. You guys oh, heard so about Brian just... Adams? <laughs> 
So she's just yoked and chopping wood. That's her deal, huh? Uh-huh. Look at her. She's got a little hat on. Oh, you found her? Yeah, I'm looking right now. Yeah. Did you just Google Canadian lesbian lumberjack? No, just lesbian lumberjack. That's all I need. Oh. I um, didn't even didn't even need to identify the Canadianness. Yeah, it turns out that wasn't necessarily her primary <laughs> defining attribute. Very important though. I well, yeah, I, I put in lesbian lumberjack and then I got meet the world famous lesbian lumberjack. Nicole Conan. Theo, does that sound right? I think so, yeah. You need to see TikTok's lesbian lumberjack, says Go magazine. Need <laughs> <laughs> and why lumberjack ladies with swords are lesbian culture yeah it's beautiful it's one thing something I we can all appreciate you know anyway here's the first headline in the headline news segment 11 year old boy ready to show off calves at state fairs oklahoma youth expo no Come thank on. you no i don't think so <laughs> Whichever, whichever He's way. He's been working them out. A lot of squats. You don't have to phrase. Why did you phrase it that way? Why are they going to do little buff cars? boys? <laughs> yes, yeah, a little buff boys contest. <laughs> oh boy! Oklahoma Youth Expo. Very Oklahoma Youth stuff. Expo. Oh, we got to go and see what the latest youth. Yeah, Markets like check out the calves on 11-year-old boys lately. You seen the calves yeah. on those boys? Walking well, out to actually, the car. Uh, <laughs> Disappointing jobs. calves this year. <laughs> my cousin's job's youth's futures. It's a lot of trading in youth's futures. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of traction on that one. Second headline here. Metal rods in her spine couldn't keep this woman out of the circus. <laughs> oh, okay. Good Every three her. months we put more metal rods in in the hopes of stopping her. She can't be stopped. <laughs> She's going to be mostly metal by 2024. Little Tetsuo the Iron Man vibes <laughs> coming on. Quote. We literally get run over. Golden Gate Canyon State Park braces for another busy leaf-peeping season. <laughs> what? What? Fucking sicko. Leaf-peeping season. All right, no, I've got to investigate that one further, I think. Leaf-peeping is an informal term in the United States and Canada. Ooh. And a real oh, Canada-rich yeah. episode. And I know someone else is leaf-peeping. Oh, Yep. Canadian lumberjack. Yep. And leaf peeping is just looking at nice foliage. Now, afar.com has a contentious article here. For the love of trees, stop calling it leaf peeping. (laughs) No. I agree. No, I only learned it today and I will never stop. Do you like to linger among multicolored maples? Do stands of flickering golden aspen raise your pulse? Yes. yes. Confess. Are you yes. a leaf peeper? Yes. Someone who I'm engages not- in leaf peeping? That doesn't make me a leaf peeper. Enjoying a nice fall foliage doesn't make me a leaf peeper. Yeah. We don't really get fall here in Australia either, which is sort of like, if you get a chance to peep some leaves, I'm peeping you can't leaves. pass it up. 
Some people leave. Some people leave. Some people leave. We got some. Yeah, our, our house has like a. Our, our house has got a big, a big Japanese maple out the front. Yeah, the leaves are green. Love a good Japanese maple, actually. Bright red, like mm. a baboon's ass. Yeah. And then they all fall off, and I'm like, oh, I've got to pick up all these fucking leaves. Fucking bullshit. You don't. Why do we even have so these fucking a, trees? Here's the thing: you don't have to pick up those leaves. No one's forcing you. You don't know it's what's true. under they the leave leaves. They live in It's nature. That's where it's leaves nature. come from. Yeah. The only reason I was just thinking about this this morning because I saw some leaves on my yard, and the only reason you have to pick up those leaves is if you want to pick them up to use them somewhere else in your yard, maybe as mulch. What if they're all falling onto? What if they're all falling onto my driveway? It's different, right? You'd rather look at concrete. Yes. Okay. What a pressure washer! I'm going to brighten that concrete up. Mm. I used to be looking. I think I've pressure cleaned the driveway once since purchasing my pressure cleaner. Hmm. Leaf peeping may stem from a Vermont term, leaf peeker. From the early 1900s. Folks, we are officially putting Vermont on blast. Don't. Leaf peeker. Sounds like a spoonerism, but it, it mm. sounds wrong. I don't like it. Leaf peeker. Peak. Peak. Peak leafer. Leaf. Leaf. Sounds like one of those, like, just peak. British slang for peef, pedophile. Peef leaker. Peef leaker. <laughs> That's a real yeah. leaf peeker. Peep, peep, And finally... High school band director arrested after refusing to end performance, police say. (laughs) (laughs) That can't just be a headline news. Come on now. What do you mean? Well, we don't don't know and we can't know. We We never will. Yeah, we we never will. We simply can't. Do your own research, you know? Do your own research. My goodness. It's really important for you to do your own research. Don't trust us. Never. We're just experts. Never trust us. It cannot I, no, be. No, I'm sorry. I do need enough. to elaborate. I do need to elaborate on this because the guy was shot with a police stun gun. <laughs> 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 Not just arrested. I've already forgotten the, what the thing was. What was the performance that he refused to end? I don't know, but they tased him. They Ben's, tased him for Ben's this. He's going to be so mad. You guys are I'm sorry. with the... With the spirit of headline news, yeah. Well, if he cared so much, he shouldn't have abandoned us. I heard about it. Yeah, he he has no power here. He's pretty (laughs) (laughs) lazy piece of shit. Just putting on a film festival doesn't want to be here. Yeah, serious priorities are more important. Yeah, Yeah. can't believe anyone caring more about anything than a podcast. Ridiculous. And those are some headlines that we got from the news. There is another kind of news, a worse kind of news. It's time for Tabloid Phenomenon. This headed man destroys church. This comes to us from Wales Online. We've got 13 fake babies. It's preparing us for parenthood. Is it? Because in parenthood, you have real babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do stuff, right? That's one of the most important things. That baby's real as hell. It's an object concrete. It's uh, mm-hmm. no, it's not an abstraction. He can And he can make stuff. He can produce 
excretions, you know? Yeah. Maybe the fake babies might be doing fake turds, you know, like a little baby yeah. born. If a fake baby fake dies, then you just go to fake prison. Yeah. Yeah, which is not real, so it's not really as bad. It's not really as bad as what happens if your real baby dies. Grim. Meet the couple who are scare quote mum and scare quote dad to 13 fake babies. Oh, sorry. Why didn't they choose a normal number as well if they're trying to like fucking... Just have two. Two fake babies. Two fake babies and then get a fake vasectomy. (laughs) I got got to run it back. I got to run it back. I'm not doing the voice. Sorry. (laughs) Meet the couple who are mum and dad to 13 fake babies and change their nappies, take them out in a pram and say it's preparing them for parenthood. It's not. Jess, (laughs) it's preparing you for... Like that could be a loaf of bread, you know. It actually, yeah. it's, ha- it's it's harder. They do in It's schools. harder to keep a loaf of bread going than it is a fake. Yeah, baby. this is what they do for like abstinence education in America, yeah. right? You got to look after your fake baby for a week. A bag of flour, yeah. Jess Ellis, here's, here's the thing about a bag of flour: you can one hundred percent leave it at the park for like <laughs> ten minutes while you have a smoke. It's worse yeah. for the. It's worse for a bag of flour to get rained on or left in the bath than it is a fake baby. You yeah, can, you can you leave can your bag of flour in the bath. It's fine. Yeah, you could be on your well, phone. I mean, it's going to ruin the flour. That's all I'm saying. It's not going to ruin the fake baby. Jess Ellis, twenty-seven, started collecting reborn dolls, realistic dolls modeled on oh. infants, in May 2020 after feeling quote lonely during the pandemic and coming across them online. Look, this is I, immediately... I I'm, look, I don't want to be, you know, but... Uh, yep. You be in it. You guys you seen these the- reborn, I've se- oh, yeah, reborn Yeah, I've seen dolls. these reborn dolls. They're so, They're so fucked up. Fucked. <laughs> it gives me like visceral discomfort. This is like Let's, that guy... Hold on, can, the, we, can we preface the this? artist that does the weird like... Uh, like 3D models, like the paper mache models, are like extremely lifelike and fucked up. Mm. But they put them in a museum because they know they're fucked up. They don't put a bit of pram, drive them around. Art gallery in an art gallery. Yeah, art galleries are a kind of museum. Mm. Debatable. I saw it at the modern art museum. That's like (laughs) museum of modern (laughs) art. What? What's your nitpick here? <laughs> <laughs> Museums where I go to keep old stuff that they kept. No, they got Art new galleries shit in museums. Where I go to see. Oh no, you can't. Sometimes, a, sometimes a museum got, the got fucked like, up body a big stuff room full of oil, full of motor oil. Neat. And it's neat actually. Uh, um, what's the what's the artist's name though? It's not. Uh, I can never find Ron Ron Muick. Rum Muick. Sure. Rum yeah. Muick? Has he got From it? Half court. Don't like yeah. art. Art's not for yeah. me. It's very, it's <laughs> very creepy. But that's a big baby that he made. That's such yeah. a big baby. Preface. You this should have like to have that apologizing one. to these people. No. Well, I was just going to preface this by saying I understand that there are some circumstances where yes. it is. Sure. Where it is like you know therapeutically relevant. You've got something to deal with. Yeah. Mm. Yes, to have a fake baby that they can hang on to. For so that's what I think when I see someone with these reborn dolls. I'm like, oh, you're going through it. There's something. Yeah. Although, wrong. 
Yeah, and then there are the people where it's like, we bought a series of them and like I change their outfits every day and I have Facebook pages for them and I I speak I will say as the doll. It's better than the ones who are doing that, but with the baby Yoda doll. The baby doll. Yoda. Yeah, the baby the Yoda. The Grogu baby Maybe communities. Baby. Grogu. <laughs> Why would you even want to give birth to a Grogu? You know? It's fucked up, man. Adopting one, sure. <laughs> Again, if your Grogu dies, you're not going to jail. You're not going to prison. No, no. You can leave your Grogu okay. by the pool. <laughs> Baby Yoda, right? What are you ta- oh, that's okay. Yoda's a Grogu. Bibby's yeah. now Chegg. <laughs> yes. So it's, Chegg has so been so acquired so. by Grogu. <laughs> She bought her first doll, Rebecca, a one-month-old baby girl, for £250 you can get a to real keep her baby. company. You get a real baby for £250. And she became obsessed with growing her brood. This sounds like the 1979 David Cronenberg movie, The Brood. Hmm. Yeah, it's got one of the words. It's got the word. The word well, but it's but it's it. also about a lady who, I would say who it. grows I would some it. fake babies and is obsessed oh. with making more. Okay, she just she just like spontaneously spawns them out of trauma and then they run around the neighborhood and kill people. Oh no! Sick. Oh, okay. It's good, Lucy. Watch the. Brood. That sounds great. Actually, sounds wonderful. I can't watch. Next came Sam. A newborn for five hundred and sixty pounds in November twenty twenty, followed by June, a one month old, Sam, a newborn, Brooklyn, an eight month old, Manuela, a newborn, Zane, a three month old, Lily, a newborn, Annalise, a newborn, Aria, a newborn, Cookie, who is premature, what? Charlie, a one year old, Pippa, also one, and June. Four. So now, you can buy them for months old, or you can buy a premature baby, fake baby. Like if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna offer any criticisms of this lady's life choices, and I will. This is the very first criticism I will be offering. Is like if you if you're buying fake babies to be representative. Of a f- like to prepare yeah. you for a family. This was also my nitpick. Mm. It's it's very you can't unlikely. Possibly have that many newborns. Yeah, you're you not. Have a you're not going to have three month old and nine year, nine month old. You no, have eight newborns. Yep, can't like it's very unlikely. You're not stupid. Fuck, it's stupid, asshole. It, it seems unlikely that you are going to have an octomom type situation when you do have a baby. But it's not even an octomom situation because they're like three months apart. Yeah. Oh, but she's got like a series of she's got like a series of one year olds. Five hundred and sixty pounds for one of these things. Fucked up. Yeah. Like a purebred dog. You get four of these, five of these. You could have bought yourself a four K laser projector. Think of all the Mm. things you could watch on that. Sony Bravia for like four of these, three of these children. You could get yourself one of those ultra ultra short throw projectors. You know? That's what I was thinking. I was just talking to my brother-in-law uh, about those ultra. They look good, but I don't know whether I should just buy an OLED. Hmm. Anyway, we're also assuming that reborn dolls are fungible in this in this scenario as well. So, hmm. just if you if you're going to send us nitpicks, uh, we are making the assumption that they're fungible. 
hope they got a good resale value. I don't think. Ah, your baby's fungible. In total, Jess has spent £6,000 buying her 13-strong collection. With her most expensive edition, Kuki, a premature baby-sized girl, costing £1.7,000. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Also, I've got to say, I'm disappointed at how normal the names are that she gave to the babies, apart from Kuki. Yeah. I was really hoping for some... That's um six six thousand pounds sterling is eleven thousand four hundred yes, Australian dollars. About four mm-hmm. million Australian dollars. Yeah. Trade them in and get a car. I I am not a man for indulgences, and I recently bought a Steam Deck, which is like almost unspeakable because it costs like a little bit over a grand. And. That to me is being a purchase that is like, oh, that's a lot of money on something stupid yeah. that I've bought. I'm really tossing up buying a model ship that costs like 600 oh. bucks. Really thinking it over every day because that's an really? insane purchase. Does it come in a bottle? <laughs> no, it's like a big one. You build a full model ship. Oh, you, you get the to bounty, it. you know? Yeah. But that's an, ex- that's an excessive oh. price for a hobby. And this yeah. lady's just she's just pumping out cash for babies. Cash for cash babies. Cash for babies. Yeah. <laughs> Skipping the whole uh preg for business step straight to the cash for babies. In total 6,000 pounds. Jess says her fiance Avery Rasen, 33, a pastry chef, is quote incredibly supportive of her passion and even helps to get the scare quotes babies dressed and change their nappies oh, I thought you he was know, once again if you like a if you um if you got a real baby and it shits in the nappy and then you don't change it that's a problem for the whole day yeah you know it gets worse you gotta be around the smell and everything don't change your fake baby's nappy no problem yeah i find it crazy that you want to have the the Worst parts of having a baby. Yeah, all that shit sucks. All like that you want to is... change its nappy. That's the shit yeah. part. That yeah, shit sucks. Um, my so uh, short to medium term listeners of the show would know that I was uh, getting my balls whipped off on snip <laughs> last last week, and I was talking to my wife last night because we were both exhausted uh, from having two bullshit children that are <laughs> very young. <laughs> And uh, we're both exhausted like, from smashing your nuts in with a pair of hammers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Hey, never again, right?" And she's like, "Yeah, never again, never ever." Because uh, uh, <laughs> uh, having having young kids, very nice. Having tiny kids, uh, that shit sucks out loud. That it's sucks so forever. It's, it's so, so hard. <laughs> I I um, recorded an appearance on. Wonderful friend of the show, Ruby Innes's, uh podcast, Pocket Buds, this week. And we were talking about... Because when she asked me to come on the show, she was like, what games have you been playing? And I was looking and thinking about it, and all of them are like several years old games yeah. that nobody's talking about, you know? Um, yeah. I'm playing Prey 2017. Yeah. And... If, if you... If, yeah, if you just divorce your mind from needing to play games when they come out, then it's fine. It just doesn't matter. If you, ne- you don't talk to anyone about games, you don't think about games, then you yeah. can just hmm. play them in isolation. Perfect. And um, and at some point she was like, oh, yeah, what 
cast, casting our minds back to like 2021 and I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, yeah, that was that was prime pandemic time. Had like a like a five year old just in the house all the time because they couldn't go to school. Uh, or they'd go to school for like two days and then one of the kids would get COVID and they'd go, everyone's going back home again for a couple of weeks. And uh, I guess like before that, we'd had all the pandemic stuff. And then before that, we'd had all the bushfire smoke and everything. And I was like, hey, when I cast my mind back here, it really throws into sharp relief how much my brain has just said, what if we just dry erase that whole chunk? That mm-hmm. whole... Some big parts of the part it's where you bad, have like very small run. children, you will you will end up blissfully forgetting many of these experiences. The <laughs> brain will say, "I don't. Hey, I don't need any of this. I'm jettisoning that for the fun stuff I'm doing now." You know, so, the only time I've gotten to sit down and actually play a game, like in any regard to like progress in it and actually get some done was when I uh, got gastro and had to go to the hospital and I had two days off work. Well, nice. I couldn't do anything or move. Uh, and I got to play uh, Bloodborne f- for about a third. I think I've played about a third of Bloodborne. Good game. So, yeah. If you are getting yeah. fake babies, you should real throw your PlayStation in the yeah, bin. Yeah, you you're not, not allowed to play games. <laughs> If you want the real baby experience. No more no more games for you. Yeah. Quotes. Oh, wait, it's not a quote. It's just the article. The pair would love a real child of their own one day, but for now the reborn dolls are preparing them for parenthood. Questionable. Jess, an HR business partner from Playsto, East London, okay, so she's said, got money to spare. I've always loved babies. <laughs> There's something very calming about holding a baby. We have had a few babies in my family. I have a goddaughter, and that was always my favourite stage when someone had a baby. Being able to hold a reborn is really special. I love looking at them, and yes, sometimes you can look very quickly and fool yourself into thinking that they are real. I can picture this woman. (laughs) She continues, It's very therapeutic holding them. If I've got stressed or anxious, it is very calming. In some ways, they help you prepare for being a parent. Wrong, wrong. Which ways? Which ways? Baby makes you less stressed and less anxious. That's what you think (laughs) it's like having a newborn child? I would potentially argue that this is actually like, Making you less prepared for a baby. Yeah, yeah you, you have. <laughs> you are you are training your brain to say that a baby is a is if Calming not presence. Com- well, if not compliant, at least immobile. Mm. You know, Theo, you got two boy babies. Are they like? Were they like pissing at you when you were changing nappies and stuff? Oh, one hundred percent. There was the time that Noah had to go to hospital because uh, we weren't sure if he would ever be able to shit again because uh, he went sixteen days or something without shitting. Too many days. Uh, we spent several hours at the hospital with two children, which is a, a shit place to be. Uh, they put a I can't remember if it's glycerol or glycerine. 
um, little capsule in his asshole. And mm-hmm. then when we went home, which was like 1 a.m., when we got when we got home, then he decided, hey, it's time to do 16 days worth of shit. Yes. Uh, and he was roping it out there. He was just yeah. fucking squirting chocolate. I had to, like, I literally had to do, like, sidestep dodge. Uh, <laughs> he was on the Do the Bloodborne table. roll out of the way. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> he, My 20 he, minutes with that game really prepared me for this. Firing me, firing it at me. I'm, like, sidestepping uh, baby shit, uh, which only smells worse every day that it... Every additional day it spends inside a baby's asshole. Mm. And at this point, that was 16. So, really, um, you were kind of, yeah, you were kind of getting like a, a pale, <laughs> paleontological, <laughs> like getting, a, getting a, a deep dig into as you were getting further and further into your son's core. Getting worse oh, and worse. Absolutely. Real yeah, there was strata. Down there. A- 100%. Uh, you know, this was like a, an ice core of his last 16 days. Um, so, I mean, unless you get a man from the city to come and fill your baby with diarrhea, <laughs> like human diarrhea every day. That's uh, a niche job. I'll come around and <laughs> pack that baby. It's one of our worst concepts yet, Theo. <laughs> I will make your baby reborn more lifelike than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I will come around daily. Oh. I'm going to swab your baby newborns with conjunctivitis <laughs> so you all get pink eye. Yeah, you're getting every illness that you've never had before. Yeah. You know what the fuck roseola is? Because I do now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get hand, okay. foot, and mouth. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Old-timey diseases. You're getting, them. You're getting mumps. <laughs> now, when you say to you yourself, I'm not... I'm not sure that these people are really are really understanding the situation here. I think maybe they are. Quote, My fiancé had never changed a diaper or held a baby until I introduced him to reborns. And Still so happened. I made him change one of them, which definitely increased his confidence for changing and holding a real baby. I also recognise that these are not real babies and I often leave them in places you definitely should not leave a real baby, <laughs> like a table or sofa. Straight Just to jail. Put, putting it on the kitchen bench. <laughs> um, I leave my baby on the kitchen bench a lot. <laughs> it's not. I'm like, I'm going to go anywhere. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's not training you for having a real baby if you're like, I'm just going to put this on top of the heater. And duck out for a baby down on the heater. (laughs) 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 Duck out for a cigarette with the baby on the heater. The fucking the fucking thing about changing a a baby's nappy as well is that uh, some babies they don't want to have their their nappy changed, so they're like fucking. They don't want to. They don't want to put their their clothes on. They don't. They don't want to help you get into the little onesie. You know. Yeah, and they're putting dookie everywhere at this point. I've only done it a few times, but they fucking hate it. And it smells worse it. than anything I could ever imagine in my life. Yeah. It turns out the the human body has been evolving for uh, years, possibly decades at this point, uh, to be uh, repulsed by the smell of human shit. Yeah. Because mm. we're supposed to be away from it. Yeah. Your body says, don't touch that. 
Hey, then you got to touch it every day. <clears throat> that's, that's bad for you. That's bad for you. Yeah, don't touch the dookie. That's why I'm making it smell so bad. <laughs> Avery, why does Cookie look a little bit melted? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Left her on the heater again. I'm sorry. Just leaving nine babies in your Tesla. <laughs> During the pandemic, Jess was anxious to leave the house in case she contracted COVID and taking her dolls for a walk around the local park helped her get outside. Jess said, I do take them out in the pram just for walks around the local park. <laughs> During the pandemic, I became very, very anxious about leaving the house and so my fiancé actually bought the pram for me to encourage me to go outside. It worked really well and after a few months, I was able to go outside on my own without the pram as well. How many are you taking? Are you just taking a couple or are you just packing them in the pram? Just a pile. A pile. Piling them up. I guess you can just pile them up because they're not real yeah. babies. <laughs> like little logs. Sort of stack your babies, yeah. <laughs> I still take them out occasionally because it's just fun to push a pram round. <laughs> Jess says the pair would, quote, love a baby in the future, <laughs> end quote. But both recognize it is a huge responsibility and one they are not ready for just yet. Well, we can't afford it with all the money we're spending on reborns. Yeah. 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 She said, quote, in a way, they are a placebo to help with baby fever. Hmm. 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 Okay. I don't know what that is. Baby fever? Is that being clucky? Want yeah. to have yeah. a baby? Yeah, I think okay. so. You've got baby fever, Theo. Yep. You can't wait yeah. to have more babies. Yeah, no, that's. I've caught baby fever. <laughs> Baby fever. I caught enough baby fevers. Theo has just had a baby fever removal procedure. Mm. You can no longer contract baby fever. I do change them quite a lot. I find it a bonding experience, which sounds strange to say. Yep. It does. It does sound strange to say. My favourite doll at the moment is called Aria. She's me newest. <laughs> <laughs> when I was scrolling through Facebook and saw her artist put the picture up, I thought she was a real baby. You thought someone was selling a real baby on Facebook. <laughs> Can they do that? <laughs> Can they and do she's that? A H- what's, her, what's her title again? HR, HR something? It's a fake Business job. partner. Just Thank hoping that one of the one of the baby reborn artists was gonna fuck up and accidentally list their real baby at some point. You can be a HR business partner and and simultaneously be the person that thinks that they were selling a real baby on Facebook. Your mind I doesn't often, have to work that good. I often keep her in her car seat because that is where I think she looks the most realistic. I look at her and I think she is real. This is another reason I keep her in her car seat, because it looks like I've just bought her home from the hospital. She is gorgeous. Jess said she has received mixed responses from her family and friends, with some people not understanding what she loves about the dolls. She said, My mum, Nikki, 60, was very supportive. 
She has been lovely and even took us to a doll show. She is really interested in the art side and how they are made. My dad, Andrew, thinks it is very bizarre and will tell me that, but he is also proud of me for doing something I enjoy and not being ashamed to talk about it. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm mentally unwell too, right? But I don't talk to the paper about it. I just talk to tens of thousands of strangers. That's the thing. Like, you haven't got the self-awareness to be like, oh, this makes me look fucking crazy. Yeah, it's... Uh... Well, Jess does go into here her interactions with people on the street about the dolls. I've had it several times where I've taken them out for a walk and people have mistaken them for real babies. My reaction depends on whether I am in a hurry or not. If I am rushing and they compliment how cute they are, I will say, thank you. But if I have more time, I will explain how they are dolls and people are usually really interested. Oh my God, imagine going to compliment someone's baby and then you look at it and it's not real. They go, actually, that's a doll. And you go, uh-huh. And they say, uh-huh. let me explain my passions to you and tell you about my dolls. And you go, uh-huh. That's no, thank you. really interesting, I say. Good for you. Starting to look at my phone, taking just gentle steps backwards. Up. Oh, oh, I got a notification. Gotta, gotta go. Oh, my nanny cam has detected one of my baby reborns at home. It's not moving, but I've got to go and check in on it. (laughs) Jess has turned her passion into a part-time moneymaker and started creating and selling reborn dolls online to, quote, give back to the reborn community. Nothing says giving back to a community like selling things to them. That's right. Yeah. How do you make these things? Just paint uh, like a Warhammer figure. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'm really are, picturing you, a very badly this, oh, made no. one. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting a bear baby and painting it. This is my This is my uh, Nurgle reborn baby. <laughs> I wouldn't go too near her. It's my chaos baby. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Yes, this is my beautiful six-month-old Inquisitor baby. (laughs) Oh, Jess said it roughly takes around three weeks on and off to create a doll, and has earned two thousand pounds since she started four months ago. Took me about six minutes to make a real baby, so (laughs) (laughs) jokes on you. What happens when you do have real babies and you're like, oh, like my fake baby's better? Yeah, what if you like the fake baby more? Why can't you be cooperative like your sister Cookie? Yeah. Oh, Oh, no, that's going to cause some problems. Like you mm. want to call these real dolls as well. That's not what they are. No, that's not what they are. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> they another are. kind of. It's another kind of very realistic doll that is uh, filling an emotional void in someone's life. <laughs> a void being oh, filled. Oh boy. <clears throat> well, 
These dolls, as we know, were simply never alive in the first place. Some people, however, start off as alive and wind up being not alive later on. It's time to look into some of those people on The Ripping Report. I'm itching for another edition of The Ripping Report. Is really what the vibes are going to be like this episode, eh? (laughs) 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 Oh, and a happy Canadian marriage to Scott and Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) This week's Ripping Report. First up, we have... A 56-year-old railroad worker in Walbridge, Ohio, was, quote, killed instantly, end quote, when he was struck by a remote-controlled train. That's the dream, isn't it? When you say remote-controlled, it makes it sound like an RC car. It sounds silly. You made it sound silly, but it's probably just a a real train. (laughs) Yeah, I hope I never get killed by something that is making a noise like (laughs) as it comes towards me. Yeah, just puts a hole clean through your head. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a bummer. That'd be a bummer. A sixty-one-year-old man died in Crystal Springs, Mississippi, while pressure washing his neighbor's bat. <laughs> a sixty-one-year-old man died in Crystal Springs, Mississippi, while pressure washing his neighbor's roof after he lost balance and fell, causing him to become impaled on a quote. Steak-like piece of yard art. No, no, not on the yard art. Not on the yard art. That's imbuing it with new meaning. Mm, It's going to, frankly, ruin the art for me. They've made a deodorant. I paid, I paid four hundred dollars for that, and now, honestly, it is no longer sparking joy. I've converted Mm. the the yard steak to a yard deodorant. That's (laughs) fucked up. It's fucked up. And we also have a uh, a miracle survival, so it's not all sad stuff here. Not all bad news. Yeah. A 67-year-old retired builder in Wales survived after accidentally partially disemboweling himself by falling onto a nine-inch saw blade while cutting up pallets. He managed to drive himself 10 minutes to a hospital in a manual car while holding his bowels, his words, in with a T-shirt. Oh, my God. That's when you call the ambulance, that's... Probably. I like that they've specified that it's a manual car, just so you know yeah. how hard it was for him. Oh, and he's driving stick as well, by the yeah. way. <laughs> right, that's pretty sick. Good for you, man. That's... <laughs> That's hustle mindset. That's a. That one of those like wanted um, to live. Those Mm. old school like builder farmer kind of types where they like they'll like hack off a limb and we're like, all right, well, I'm just going to finish milking the cows first before going in. It's like this guy never wears gloves or protective equipment. He doesn't need it. (laughs) Fell fell on a. On a yard saw? On what? On a no. Saw? I, I reckon. I reckon saw? he was. I reckon he was cutting up pallets with like a circular saw. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was, you need. Using you need one of the ones where as soon as as soon as you pull it back, terrifying. Yeah. Well, the one. I, the one I have has like a like a self retracting, like cover on the blade. 
Yeah. So as as you push it along, yeah, it pushes it the cover back. But as soon off, as yeah. you pull it away from there, it goes whoop, and it covers itself back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. Good you need one guy, of those. I guess. Yeah. I mean, wow. Just holding it all in there, huh? I never want to be holding the inside of my yeah. body on the outside. Lucy. I'm Yeah, I'm perfectly happy being emboweled. Yeah, I, I like being emboweled, personally. <laughs> Lucy, have you seen the movie Renfield? No, I haven't. Is it's it really is weird. Is it good? I, I don't think so. I don't I think, think it's was, for me. <clears throat> I don't know who the fuck it is for. Hmm. It's, uh, okay. But it's got Nicolas Cage playing Dracula and just kind of having yeah. fun. He's having some fun. Okay. And so, you know, that's worth the price of admission, which was nothing. Um, is this related to being emboweled? Well, yeah, there's some, there's some disemboweling in the movie. There's a lot of, like, extremely hyper-violent stuff, but there's also, like, like rom-com kind of stuff, and there's also, like, a police procedural kind of vibe, and it's all super, super colourful, saturated, turned up kind okay. of thing. I was like, every, every three minutes, I was like, what is the tone of this movie what are, what are we doing what are we doing here anyway check out the movie renfield mm. well check out mandy instead if you it's want probably that. better yeah if you yeah. want to watch something good no it's true sometimes there's a bad omen in your life like when you fall onto a nine inch saw blade and partially disembowel yourself and have to yeah, hold your guts in with a t-shirt and drive yourself to the hospital omens. it's a bad sign <laughs> It's a bad oh. holding my guts in. Oh, bad moon rising. Oh, <laughs> it's an old wives' tale. It's actually perfectly fine to get disemboweled yeah. by a table saw. <laughs> oh, these things come in threes, <laughs> and sometimes there are other omens that you hear about, specifically on this segment: omens and portents. <laughs> You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. And you shall know that God is God. Bow down to his will. From KPNX in Arizona, mm-hmm. the Caphoenix. Oh, that was... <laughs> It is, isn't it? I was thinking Phoenix. <laughs> when something goes bump in the night, a loud sound, the house started shaking, and the roof is damaged with no explanation in a North oh. Phoenix home. Ooh. Yes. Love it. Uh, did a big troll trip over your house. Spooky shake. <laughs> a Phoenix couple is searching for answers after their roof was mysteriously damaged. The couple told 12 News the damage came after what felt like an earthquake. Quote, I felt like the house was going to fall down, Lisa Sikorsky said. Might have been a possum up there. Just a big old possum, I reckon. They can sound loud when they're up there. Sikorsky said she was working in her home office around 3 p.m. on Friday when she heard a noise she'd never heard before. Quote, you just hear the boom, 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 but continuous. Sikorsky oh, shit, says. Are the Vanga Boys coming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the Vanga Boys song. 
I feel like saying I feel like saying boom uh, eight times in a row helps it was to suggest continuous. continuous. Yeah, yeah. I think I got it. You nailed it. <laughs> Good communication. Hey, you got it. I'm getting the vibe. To, like- the mysterious noise lasted about fifteen seconds. She said she didn't think much more of it until a neighbor sent her a photo of her roof. Quote, It looks like there's almost an impact zone and the tiles spread out around it. You can see the wood planks underneath our roof, actually. I mean, it hit hard enough to move heavy tiles, but not to break through the wood. So that's a good thing, Sikorsky said. Okay. Her neighbor's doorbell camera shows there's nothing wrong with the roof around 2 p.m. A separate video from about two hours later shows it's significantly damaged. Because everyone's That's got a, a fucking doorbell camera. Fucked huh? up, yeah. Uh, I, I do not want like the status of my house to be recorded by the someone's hour. ring camera. Well, the neighbor said that the motion sensor camera was not triggered. To record in between. Oh, so no troll. Mm. It wasn't a troll's dick bouncing off the roof. <laughs> well, it might have been something with some type of invisibility spell. Invisibility clue, yeah. Mm. Invisibility Sorry, spell. You, you are right, yeah. Mm. Makes sense when you think it's about it. It's a spirit, it. yeah. I told you guys about the, the day we were just like sitting at home and the house starts fucking shaking and then like there's all these big weird noises and a, a crane truck had driven down our road. Oh, yeah. The crane's yeah. still extended. It's just like yanking all of the cables off the front of every house. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just like doing, doing, doing. Who is that? I don't know. Maybe the driver okay. was one of the one of the people I routinely see driving their car around with like full over-ear headphones on. I do that sometimes. <laughs> don't do that, bro. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck are you hearing anything that might be not, happening outside not often, of your car? Just when yeah. I'm overstimulated. I need a little <laughs> just when I'm going small bean mode. Sikorsky is left wondering what happened? What happened? Quote To me, it felt like something that came from the sky. Sikorsky said, That's true. Your roof is up. The roof's up. It didn't come yeah. from the ground, that is for sure. Mm-mm. If it impacted your roof really hard, but from the ground, there would probably also be a hole in your floor and your ceiling. The Federal Aviation Administration told 12 News that they did not receive any reports of falling objects in that area on Friday. Sikorsky said she didn't find anything strange near her home. Quote, there's no evidence. The only thing is possible if there was something that it what the fuck the only thing is possibly if there was something that it could still be on the roof somewhere get up there and check it out then yeah pop up up there there. get a ladder you know yeah actually but also be careful that you don't fucking fall off and yeah move any yard yard impale yourself yeah turned into a deodand if you've got any uh, large pointy yard art out there, just go ahead and yeah, probably put that away first. Put that Scooch away. Maybe hitting ground. If you are, if you've got the choice of what you're going to land on, pool first. Pool's probably the first mm-hmm. 
first preference. Yeah. But soft yeah, garden bed? Definitely, yeah. Soft garden bed, land gracefully in a bush. Mm-hmm. Jumping castle? Yeah. Oh, if yeah. you get a chance yeah. to do this during a, a kid's Trampoline. birthday party. Uh, that can that can get worse, though. Yeah, you don't what if you fall onto the trampoline then bang onto the yard art? Bounce yeah. onto the yard oh. art. Probably just move anything that's impalable. Yeah. Or able to we impale should, you. We used to jump off the is my is my boomer boomification for the week. We used to jump off my like off the roof of my shed uh onto the trampoline. Yeah, me bounce. too. Me too. Ooh, yeah. Millennials grew up We're, jumping onto the trampoline off the roof. Yep. Yep. Still kids alive, these days. My pads. <laughs> Barely breaking any of their bones. It's pathetic. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she said she's thankful the mysterious event didn't cause any worse harm to her home or her neighbours. Quote, The fact that nobody else felt that vibration and sound is what freaked me out the most yeah. because I literally I thought the whole neighbourhood was feeling it because it was so strong, Sikorsky said. Sikorsky said she's hoping to have some answers about what happened once a roofing repair company can come out and look at the damage on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, that was a chupacabra. Yeah. They're not visible Flop. in the in They the don't sunlight. want to tell you. You're not going to get any answers because they don't want to tell you what it was. Why would they help you with this, you know? Hmm. It's not their job to determine what kind of What they of can cryptid. tell you is that Jupiter is in retrograde. You know, there's your answer. Mystery That's solved. So, that is so true. That is literally so true. <laughs> That's true and it's valid. It's valid. And everybody that we've spoken about on this episode today is valid. Yeah. That's my opinion. Stop having ring cameras. Stop having Yeah, except for that. Don't do that. Yeah, you don't need to know. Oh, oh I'm so nervous about the thing that's out the front. If you can't see it, it can't hurt you. That's right. Out of sight, out of mind. The porcelain man cannot hurt you if you don't see him. Mm -mm. We strongly recommend minding your own business when the porcelain man is out and about. Mm. Folks, that's about it for us this week. We would like to thank you for listening and we would specifically like to bless your marriage. Mm, your, everyone's, your new, not just Scott and Melissa's. Not just everyone. Canadian marriages, you know? We'd like to bless all marriages. There's other Are kinds of marriages. Or? <laughs> I don't, I don't oh. think that's a right that podcasters can We're invoke. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I am I petitioning the church anyway, to bring joking. it back, but you wouldn't anyway? No, not no. in your current state. No. No, certainly not. Wow. Folks, thank you so much. We love you. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.